Welcome to the Subversive Institute. Michael Crawford here. And today I'd like to talk to you a little bit about presupposition number three. The city of Baltimore is our neighbor. I believe we're all obligated to love our neighbor and to work for their well-being. I think love is when you are positioning yourself to try to help someone else experience what is best for them. That's what love is. Trying to position yourself to try to help someone else experience what is best for them. Many of us are familiar with the parable in the Bible. Matter of fact, we use the term or the phrase a lot, the Good Samaritan. And, you know, I've thought about this parable as it applies to Baltimore. And I flipped it a little bit because I actually think, you know, in the parable, there's a road and there's a priest and a Levite and a Good Samaritan, and they're all traveling along the road. And there was an an assault happens on the road where a man is beaten and he's left for dead. And if he doesn't get any help, he's going to die. And the priest walks by and the Levite walks by and the good Samaritan stops, helps him, takes him to an inn, gets him bandaged up. And then he says, hey, uh, if this guy needs any more help, when I come back, charge it to my account. And then Jesus says, which one was the neighbor? And they said, well, I suppose the one who helped them, the good Samaritan. That, that's the story of the good Samaritan. But, but my question was and is, what if Baltimore is the man? What if the city as a whole is the man? What if the city as a whole is the one that's being assaulted? You say assaulted by what? By violence, lack of economic opportunity, uh, underperforming, inadequate educational system, uh, understaffed, unaccountable police department, inept and complicit government, inoperative justice system, dysfunctional family dynamics. What if we as a whole collective are being assaulted by these seven barriers? And these things are keeping us from life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, if that's the case, then who's the neighbor to the city? Well, you are. I am. We are. In other words, we are responsible to the city. Now, this is a very contrarian, a very opposite idea of get mine, get in my house, remodel my house, get my stuff, or get a lot of stuff and move out of the city. This has the idea that if Baltimore is the man, then what it means for me not to walk past means to position myself so that I can seek the welfare of the city and all of its citizens. What am I doing? What am I thinking? How am I acting? How am I behaving to try to ensure that the city is better because I lived in or near it? You know, um, the reality of this hit me really hard three years ago when I realized that I was the priest and the Levite. I live in Baltimore City. I have worked a lot of the last 10 years in Baltimore City. I've been a pastor of a church in Baltimore City. I've been involved in nonprofits and helping other people in Baltimore City. You say, well, but that's good Samaritan work. And how is it that you are the priest and the Levite? In that if the man is actually the city, then I'm willing to drive through and past it to get to where I'm going so I can do my thing. You know, 
we know that some nonprofit, particularly churches, have an issue with commuterism. Um, my friend Matt Stevens came on a podcast, and he talked about how some churches in our city, most of the people don't even live in their city, and they come in and they commute and they park and then they leave, and, and, and there's challenges with that. It's not like a moral evil, but there's challenges with it. And what I realize is you don't have to be outside the city to be the priest and Levite. You can be inside the city and be the priest and the Levite. In other words, the priest and the Levite is anyone who walks past the problem. The priest and the Levite is anyone who closes their eyes to the problem. Uh, and the priest and the Levite is anyone who closes their ears to the problem who refuses to smell and touch and taste the problem, refuses to engage in the problem. You know that it's been said that if you're not a part of the prob, uh, the solution, you're part of the problem. So at, at this point in this juncture, I, I think we, the citizens, are to be the good Samaritan collectively. We've got a lot of good organizations, a lot of good individuals that are doing amazing work that'll never make it on the news, they'll may, never make it to the White House, they'll probably never be on CNN because they don't sell. Only the salacious stuff sells. But they're doing amazing work in a micro way. What I'm suggesting in this third prepo- uh, presupposition is that the city of Baltimore is our neighbor and we are the Good Samaritans collectively. We're responsible to bring the solutions to our city. It's on us. As it's been said, Superman's not coming. The congressmen are not coming. The senators are not coming. The mayor's not coming. The police chief's not coming. The president's not coming. No one else is coming to solve our problem. We are laying in the street, and if we want to get to a safe place and get bandaged up and get healed, it's on us. We are the change we are looking for. We can't vote it in. We can't buy it in. We can't do all these little tactics that we've done in the past. It's not going to work. We have to be the Good Samaritan. Each and every person, what I believe is if every citizen in Baltimore woke up every day and they looked at every problem their eyes took in and they addressed the things that their ears took in, And they took little bites out of those collectively. Imagine 600,000 people devoted to being Good Samaritans. Imagine 300,000 people devoted to being Good Samaritans. Heck, imagine 10% of our city, 60,000 people fill up Raven Stadium and then unleash those people into our city with the mindset, I am the Good Samaritan. And the man who's been assaulted and bleeding out is our city. And it ain't happening on my watch. I'm going to do something about it. Grace and peace. Peace.